Last time on Universe R.J. And then I, really? Yeah. And then I ended up shitting on myself. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. another story for us. What? Greetings, humans. You are now listening to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. And welcome to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. I am the sensual and seductive Brown Jonas. And I am the reliable and sturdy of blacks, Brian or Rex, whatever you prefer. <laughs> Wink. I feel weird being seductive Shut and up, sensual. Bitch, <laughs> Shut up, bitch, be sexy. <laughs> Shut up, bitch, be sexy. Ooh. Shut up, bitch, be sexy. Shut up, bitch, be sexy. Shut up, bitch, and be sexy. Why you don't uh, be sexy, bitch? Everybody knows that you's a sexy bitch, so just embrace it. <laughs> just take it. Yeah. Is this gonna be our first song from, that we make as a as a team? <clears throat> Shut up, bitch, and be sexy. Shut up, bitch, be sexy. Shut up, bitch, be sexy. Be sexy. I know you like that, don't you, you sexy ass bitch? Look at you. You're so attractive. You probably smell like. No, shut up. I don't know. I couldn't think of something that rhymed with attractive. I was going to say laxative for a second. And I was like, mm. I don't know if that smells good. Because you. Because you attractive as shit. I don't know. So you could have done something like you that. You attractive as shit. You must be a laxative. Shut up, bitch, be sexy. Bitch, be sexy. Shut up, bitch, be sexy. This is going down a hill so far. Good lord. So far. But we have not talked about porn, which we usually do on almost every episode. Let's just leave it out this episode. Let's just not talk about porn. I don't think we can. We're going to start talking about it at some point. I think we can do it. I believe. (laughs) I believe. You know how they have a swear jar? We We should just have a porn jar every time we talk (laughs) about it. A dollar every time we talk about porn? Yeah. We don't throw a dollar. But, we throw a fake intergalactic dollar. <laughs> but not not us saying the word porn. Yeah, but like just a, us actually talking about it. Porn stuff like stories, that. Uh, story plots, and all that of porn. Um, fake stars <laughs> and all that nonsense. All that good stuff. Greetings, humans. Uh, welcome. <laughs> we are not talking about porn. We are not talking about laxatives. But we are talking about how sexy y'all are. Uh, we're also talking about movies. Uh, we were supposed to do this movie a while ago for a spoiler verse, uh, so we're doing it today. Uh, it's kind of kind of is a spoiler verse for one of us. Kinda, because this is gonna be a real one-sided conversation. But I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I remember that kinda. Uh. <laughs> so the thing is, Rex went to go watch it uh, with friend of the show. Uh, Chris Anthem, and he was just a tired boy that day. Tired man. Sorry, he's a man. Oh, I was a tired boy that day because I went <laughs> full the fuck to sleep, and I was and, uh, in and out of sleep the whole movie. So he does remember some things. He doesn't remember a lot of them. 
I will say I do blame Chrysanthemum for him not being able to watch the movie because they could have easily woken him up. They could have woke me up. And I had to wake up early to go meet them at the airport and shit. And they ain't wake me up. I'm like, motherfucker, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So, Chris, if you're listening to this. Fuck you. This is your fuck fault. Fuck you. We blame you. <laughs> we blame you. Um, but Hashtag we will take this. <laughs> so we will take this moment to actually um, uh, do this spoiler verse where I am the bulk of the uh conversation don't worry i'll contribute terribly he will contribute so uh, what um what do you remember from the movie all right so i remember first we gotta say what movie it is it's oh yeah uh, my hero academia hero rising now yes. i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't watch the movie i watched bits and pieces because i was in and out for most of the movie yeah this movie from <laughs> a tangential uh, understanding of it seems mm-hmm. really bad seems really bad yes and like i'm thinking about what i saw because i saw mm-hmm. the beginning like the first i want to say 10 minutes mm-hmm. bits and pieces in between there and mm-hmm. then i watched the last 10 minutes after i woke up and i was like shit i should probably watch this movie mm-hmm. and um Everything about it seems like your typical Japanese anime movie, mm-hmm. which is very different from the first one that I've seen in full, mm-hmm. uh, which felt like a part of the story. Usually in anime, yeah. if they have a movie, like if you've ever seen the Dragon Ball Z movies or the Dragon Ball movies, they have mm-hmm. very little, if to anything. To do with the actual plot. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. This movie feels like that more than the first movie did. Because the first movie was like, oh, we're going to learn about All Might. We're going to go to America. We're going to learn about Mm -hmm. All Might. There's going to be stuff that happens that's really, you know, disposable information. Like, oh, Deku gets a gauntlet. The gauntlet can only be used three times, Deku. Yeah. So you you see how that's going to go. This was like... It was like a beach episode turned into a whole fucking thing. Which, by the way, takes place on a beach also. It takes place on a beach. Um, They pretty much send the entirety of Class 1A only. Only Mm -hmm. Class 1A. Yeah. To an island to basically be its superhero society intern and protect the island and shit like that. Yeah. And while I remember uh, they're there and there's a group of criminals who I don't know where they came from. I cannot remember for the life of me. I know one mm. of them's name is Nine. Is he the leader? Yes. All right. He Nine. is the leader. Do you know why they call him Nine? He can, he can, you, he can, I think he can only have nine powers at a time. He steals them from people, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which is it like, I don't understand what the fuck is up with my hero. And like the stealing of powers aspect, because he's not the first character to come up that can do that. The other character, even in the, uh, even the character in the first movie, kind of did that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, first character in that movie, a character in the main series could do that, and it's much more interesting when he does it because it's not like oh he gets a power, he's all powerful now. 
Mm-hmm. He gets he gets the power, but with drawbacks. So it makes more sense. This is just like, oh, this guy can take nine powers at a time. He's going after this very specific power, and mm-hmm. it just so happens that a little kid has it. And it's like, okay. And what was the kid's power? He like cell, ex- cell regener, uh, cell almost like cell manipulation. Um. Basically, he can rebuild, he can destroy cells with his power, ultimately heal your cells. So, okay, basically, the character Nine Mm -hmm. has a disease that every time he uses his already, he he already had a powerful quirk, Mm -hmm. um, which is, I believe, that lightning. uh, Did you ever see him use the lightning and all that? Was it purple? Like a storm. It was like a storm. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. It's basically a giant storm that, like, rained down, like, these powerful lightning bolts. Did which they, wasn't... It, did they look ahead. like chains or a dragon or something? No, 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 no. This is something different. So, he okay. ha- so he has a he has a, um, an emitter quirk where it it is basically um, raining down... It's just basically raining down thunder and lightning. And um, whenever he uses it, his cells start to degenerate and starts to kill him slowly so how did he get the quirk to steal other people's quirks did somebody give that to him or is it yes uh all all for one gave it to him okay so that's why it's always all for one is why that's why there's always a multiple quirk oh yeah um, he can steal quirks too and he's the main villain fuck him so Um, you know the the doctor that told uh deku that he could, he didn't have a quirk. Mm-hmm. That's the same doctor that works for All for One. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but that's so a little head. We gotta calm down with that. Um, no, no, actually, that's not a head. This is this is this catching is a, up. Well, yeah, but <laughs> this is actually if you have not caught up in in My Hero, starting from um, uh, if you haven't caught up on season four of My Hero, you actually will not get a lot of this, uh, especially certain characters. Um, like, uh, like, uh, Hawks. Hawks is in this great character. I don't know. Do you know much about Hawks? I, know I don't know how, if you're re- Okay. I don't know if you're reading the manga or anything. I've read ahead. I know who Hawks is. He's pretty Okay. Cool. I just, well, um, it, also with the, with nine and his group, they are, um, kind of a subsect of the. Um, League of, League the of, League of League of villains, villains. Yeah, okay. yeah, which is uh is always fun. By the way, Johnny Young Bosch plays nine in the English version. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I know who Johnny Young Bosch is. How who is you? it? How dare you? Like I don't know who the Black Ranger from Power Rangers is. Like I don't know who uh, Ichigo Kurosaki's voice actor is. How dare you? <laughs> Adam, that was his name in Power Rangers. Adam. Adam. He was yeah. the one who replaced Zach because they didn't want to pay those actors money anymore. Yeah. And they got rid of the Yellow Ranger, too, because she died. No, she died after. But she I know, but she died. Rip, rip, rip to her. She was cool. Root to her. Root to Trini. Um, so, do you know why they're on the island for the internship? Um, The guy who protected the island got hurt or something like that. And mm-hmm. he was like, the he's a he was a hero 
And uh, they didn't. I don't know if they knew what his power was, but it comes out later that he is the father of the, the kids. grandfather. The grandfather. Mm-hmm. He was the grandfather of the kids, who are become very focal point of this movie, where one of them has uh, the cell regeneration powers. Yeah. But what so about their father? When, their father was in the hospital, wasn't he? He he had the same he had the same thing the cell, same cell regeneration, but it only works for people with blood type O. Okay, and this kid's so, power works for everybody. Everybody, yeah. yeah. They kind of did like this. Well, you know, they the the quirks are passed down from generation to generation, which is very rare because some people because it has to be a very dominant quirk. If the quirk is not dominant enough, it won't be passed down. Yeah, I get that. Te- for example, um, Tenya, uh, Tenya Ida's family, they have had the same quirk for generations. Yeah, all of them have the same quirk, too. That's how yeah. powerful it is. The same yeah. is... Well, no, it's not exactly the same, but Endeavor's family um, with a Shoto Todoroki, yeah. they have a similar thing, but... Endeavor was looking for a combination, a combination of the two because you know quirk mixing and yeah. things like that, mm-hmm. and he wanted his son to like he wanted to have a, a successor who was more powerful with a quirk that meshed but also opposed his. So mm-hmm. like one kid got the mom's powers, I think another kid got his power. Another kid didn't have a power, and then Todoroki came along. Um, yeah. Well, there's another kid that we don't know about. Yeah, and there's that is, is suggested. Yeah, um, we'll see one there. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but for, starting from the beginning of the movie, we do get um, a glimpse at the uh, the League of Villains transporting nine out of you know uh, out of some place, and the Heroes Society is there to stop it. Where they were able to stop it, but they were also able to. Nine was also able to escape and meet up with his gang, which consisted of Chimera, who is totally OP, um, Mummy, and Slice. Uh, The quirks of Slice is basically she's a, uh, she's basically Medusa from the, uh, what's it called? What's that group called? Wait, what? From Marvel. From uh, oh uh, fucking from uh, what you call Black Bolt, call? Uh, the Inhumans, the Inhumans, the Inhumans. She's hair. basically Medusa from Inhumans, and she can move her hair in any kind of way she wants. She can even like throw it at people mm-hmm. uh, as like sharp objects. Uh, Mummy, uh, I thought had a pretty cool power. He could uh, he could wrap objects in in his uh, in his cloth and then use that as like puppetry. Give them legs and arms and use them as weapons. And then Chimera, who was this OP character, was basically like a wolf, eagle, snake character, but could also breathe fire stronger than Todoroki could blast fire. Mm. He could also he also has like an ultimate final uh, form did they say, that makes him even stronger. Did they say exactly what his quirk is? Like he can eat some? No, well, not eat something, but if he sees an animal, he can mimic it or something like that, or is he just a chimera? Like he's a just a chimera. Interesting. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a very movie um, villain, anime movie villain ability. I feel like. Yeah. He's he's very he's very op. Like several strong characters fought him and. 
got their asses they, kicked. He I remember seeing got that their asses kicked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, uh, nine is uh, he had a surgery with the doctor of um, of all for one that gave him the the power the multiple powers, but he still has to be able to get this certain quirk to help him not die. Um, and then that's when we go to we cut to the hero society where they are explaining why the kids are going to the island to work as their hero force there um, because they're kind of wanting to do this new program instead of doing um, hero what do you call it what, what do they call it hero training uh, the, internship? the hero I guess their own hero internships with others other uh, other heroes yeah. they feel like maybe we should give them a little bit of more experience where they are just by themselves, but let's not put them on a place where there's too many bad guys or too many things. Let's see how they can handle just being organized. I think that this hero. is an infinitely terrible idea because <laughs> they know for a fact that these mm-hmm. children, this class mm-hmm. specifically has a target <laughs> the size of on their- Texas on their back. Yeah. Specifically Midoriya. Yeah. For many reasons. So that's why they they try to keep it more under wraps where people didn't know where they were going, but there is the added thought that maybe there still is a traitor in the group. Oh yeah, there's totally a class traitor. Of no, I heard that the that, that was a that was a thing that what's who who created the show? Who created the comic? I don't know his name. <laughs> Hirokoshi. Hirokoshi, I think his name Hirokoshi. is. Hirokoshi. Um, he uh, he created that plot and then completely forgot about it. That's what I hear. That's the rumor I've heard. That's not uh, outside of the realm of possibility because I've seen... So, I've literally seen that happen in multiple mangas. Specifically, JoJo has that a lot where he'll, he'll forget shit. Yeah. But like, that that's just... Yeah. Man, it's funny. Um, But, uh... Yeah, um, God, what we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about the kids at, on the island. Yeah, they um, should have sent a pro. It, uh, yeah, one pro. But then they feel like they they would have to always rely on the pro. The pro ain't um, gotta do shit but sit and watch them, and if, yeah. like, some danger comes up, they come help. But they sent the kids by themselves to, a pow- yeah. to an island full of people who can't defend themselves, and then villains showed up. Like, you know how easy how easy it would have been if if they just sent like Endeavor, not Endeavor, who Sniper or something. I would Sniper. Yeah, I guess Sniper's pretty cool. I don't know. They don't go into much detail about him, or you know, even what's his name? Um, fucking uh, <sighs> eyes. Eyes. Turns out people's quirks. Oh, uh, Eraserhead. Eraserhead. God damn it. Uh, if they just sent Eraserhead in for them, it would have been so much easier. There's only so much that Eraserhead can do, though. He wouldn't have been able to do shit against Chimera, which is unfortunate. Uh, not Chimera, but he could have easily stopped Nine. Not if Chimera's protecting him, though. Like, Chimera was yeah, out but they were, murking They people. were able... Okay, well, you didn't... I probably... Yeah, I slept. Fell asleep during this part. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, well, either way, the kids are doing a great job with this island, protecting it until, or watching over it until this 
new hero that is assigned to this island comes by and, you know, takes over. Um, everyone's doing, like, their part. They have a call system. They have, like, people answering the phones at the, at the, at the headquarters. They even have um, certain people doing certain things, except for Bakugo. He's just like, oh, you know, I'm just here to fight the bad guys because I'm the strongest one. Um, and then you, you actually get a few th- cool, like, things that you don't see in the show yet. I don't think this is in the show yet, but if you're not caught up, you probably wouldn't get it, um, which is um, Tokoyami flying. Oh, yeah. Or gliding, rather. Yeah, glide. You, you didn't like that? I was, I was like, well, he's a bird. <laughs> he's part bird. <laughs> well, no, he's not. He's part bird, but he has up. no he, wings. Actually, I don't think he's a bird. I think he's, just, he's got a face that he's looks a mu- like a bird. He's a mutation. Yeah, he has a like he has both an emitter and a mutation quirk, which is really crazy. And do you, this is what we're th- like. There's like speculations. Like, do you think he would have that same bird, um, quirk? You know, uh, dark shadow would would dark shadow still be a bird if he was not himself a bird? Good question. I want to know what his parents look like because they've been keeping that. Like we've seen a lot of their parents. We don't know shit about his parents. We've yeah. even seen uh, what's his name, Animus, Anima, yeah, the guy who talks to animals. We've seen his yeah. mom. Like we've seen a lot of their parents. Ha- have you seen Froppy's parents? Yeah, his, her that dad's a looking. fucking bullfrog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm uh, like, shit. But, um, but yeah, we get all the we we get to see how everyone is actually handling everything. Actually, the first person you see is uh, um, what's his name, Sorry, the I pervert. <laughs> Oh, uh, fucking Mineta, piece of shit. Mineta. You see Mineta actually helping, like, doing a good job at helping people. Um, and then he falls back but, to his old ways, being a scumbag. Yeah, guy. he's just doing it for the ladies, though. Um, but uh, as we go along, um, everyone's doing their job, and the town is so appreciative. It's a small town. It's a small town. A small, like, island. Sad, with. You know. It's like... I'm going to guess at least 250 people on this island. Probably. Well, I don't know. Maybe less. No more than 250. I'd say. Um, enough, for, enough for, like, the class to really get to know these people. Like, yeah. know their names, know their, their schedules and stuff like that. They've been on this island for a oh, couple shit. days. Um, you, get, you good? Hold on one second. Sorry, I unplugged my headphones no. by accident. No problem. Um, we get to then uh, we get a call about a missing brother, a missing kid. Uh, this is where Midoriya, um, uh, Froppy was it Froppy? Midoriya, Froppy, and and uh, Gravity Girl, I think. Gravity Girl, Uravity. Uravity. Uraraka. Um. There was another and person. It wasn't Bakugo. Who was Deku with? No, no. Was it Ida? No, no, no. It was, uh, I think it was Froppy and, wait, no. It was a weird was group because it was somebody Deku doesn't normally hang out with. Oh, was it uh, Mina? You said? Mina, the Mina uh, Ashido? alien queen. Yeah. I think it was her. Is this 20 people? Yeah. Um,. So I think yeah I think you're right it was Mina, um, and 
it was actually just a fake call from uh, one of the twins. Or was it? Tw- were they ten- twins? I don't know if they were twins. I think the girl was older. Aharo and Katsuma. And Katsu- Katsuma is her younger brother. Yeah. Um, so it was like... Mar- Mar- uh, Maharo and Katsuma, um, Maharo made like a prank call. Well, not really a prank call. She kind of was testing uh, the UA students with um, how they would, how long it would take them to get this situation. Because she doesn't like heroes. Mm-hmm. She's she just never really thought why have why become a hero or anything. Which which is weird because she actually has a pretty cool power, kind of sort of. Uh, basically, she can make. Um, Images and yeah, she can make a uh, mirages, yeah. Um, and we get this sense that she just doesn't respect them at all. But we get that Katsuma really wants to be a hero. Like he he kind of sees this. And he goes, I don't, I'll never be a hero. But I mean, he's got a pretty good. The way he uses his quirk is actually really good. Um, I didn't think it would be something that he could do the way he used it i didn't think he was able to use it that way basically he can actually heal people um with his quirk but i think his quirk is so potent that he can also hurt them by healing them because he can accelerate their cells too can he yeah and like possibly make them explode or some shit i don't remember yeah we'll see uh when he grows up um but basically, this the the town really respect or really enjoys these kids and how much they've helped. They make they make them uh, food and celebrate and stuff like that. Uh, we get another another call about a monster from Katsuma saying there's a giant monster and Bakugo at night is the only one that hasn't been working. So he's just like, "Oh, I'll go. Fuck you, Deku. I'm gonna go." And Deku goes along with him just in case as well. Um, and they're kind of, they're kind of a little bit better with each other. Like, they're friends-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm. Still like, and frenemies. What the fuck is up with you and your quirk, bitch? But, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. No, he knows about the quirk. Like he knows, but moment. he's like, yo. Why aren't you getting better? That's basically you what should be like. good by now, bro. Yeah. Um. Um, but... Uh, you know, did you see this part where they went to go fight this monster that Katsuma told him about? Wasn't it an illusion? I remember waking up and seeing it was. it was an illusion. Yeah. Yeah. It was an illusion done by Maharo where she basically made like a giant monster and Bakugo caught on it really quick, which proves how good of a, you know, he's smart. hero he would he's be. Just, he's, he's smart. smart. He's, he's smarter than people give him. I think he's like second in the class, right? Yeah, he's an asshole, but he's really smart and like... He's going to be a good hero once he gets past his horrible personality traits. Yeah. Um, who's he second um, to? Is it um, Momo? No. Momo is number one, I think. Yeah, probably. Because I don't think Todoroki's a good student. <laughs> I think it's Momo. No, Todoroki is... He's probably he's, top five, but he's not as smart as ever. I think he's number three, and then Deku's number four. And who's number five? Ida, probably? Maybe Ida, yeah. Feel bad for Edith. <laughs> Why? Because he's getting overshadowed by all these people who are supposedly better. He's Cyclops. That's what it is. 
He's a Cyclops. <laughs> I mean, he true. does have a very Cyclops look to He's him. He's got a too. Cyclops vibe, like early Cyclops. I just. I just love that his character just does this all the time. Like he's brushing his teeth, he's always practicing his his arm waving. Like he, um, he be ready to roast the shit out of people. Like boy, boy. Um, so we kind of get a little bit more of the sense of why Maharo and Katsuma are the uh, why Maharo hates heroes and why Katsuma doesn't. Um, and we kind of she kind of sees that okay, maybe they are kind of. Better than most people, they are cool. Cause she sees Bakugo and she sees him. Uh, he's like, "I'm gonna be the best. I'm gonna be number one. And I'm gonna show you. Okay, this is how it's gonna be. And if you don't wanna, if you don't believe it, well, I'm gonna show you right now." Um, so she kind of like sees this fire in him, and she kind of thinks about it and thinks, "Okay, maybe they are legit." Hold on, one second, one second. Yeah. Alright. Go ahead. Okay. Rex got a little cold got there. A little chilly. Uh, Rex is shirtless, by the way, ladies. I got no shirt on. Fuck y'all. Um He's ladies. Hey ladies. Yeah. Um <laughs> But um next day we get uh during during the nighttime we find out that Nine has actually attacked uh Maharo and Katsuma's uh dad. Mm-hmm. With his giant thunderstorm, he steals that guy's quirk and then realizes, oh, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah, which sucks uh, because you just you stole this guy's quirk for no reason. Whatsoever. And, and then uh, he kind of see they see this video of, the two, of his two kids and they kind of like put things together like, oh, quirks are passed down through generation and they actually become better. And I'm just like, why? What if it doesn't make it better? What if it's just the same quirk with the same things? Mm. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. I think it's uh, usually like the further down it goes, if a quirk does get passed on, it's always going to be stronger. Yeah. But you know, I mean, he does. I don't know how his, because he has like another quirk where Nines has another quirk where he can actually sense this person's quirk. He can sense this the person he's searching for, and I guess he can see their quirk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, so he may be able to be like, see a picture of that person and be like, okay, he has the quirk. I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird. Quirks are a really weird thing. Um, next day, we, we're back on the island. Everything is normal, and all of a sudden, uh, a cruise liner just rams into the island. The kids are, uh, the kids, uh, Maharo and Katsuma see this. They uh, go quickly to go warn the heroes to see if they can do anything. Maharo doesn't really think they can do anything, but they try. Um, Chimera, Mummy, and uh, Slice all go off to do ha- wreak havoc of some sort, which is really weird because they're just wreaking havoc and they're just trying to find these kids i think but they find very soon that class 1a is there and that they have that there are heroes on this island that will are willing to protect the people of this island uh what did you see of this part did you see any of this 
Because I don't, I barely really. remember Mummy. I kind of remember Slice. Okay. And the only one I can really recall is Chimera, because I saw him beating the shit out of people for a few minutes. On the beach? Yeah. Like, he fucked some people okay. up. Um, yeah. And I think the last one standing were, like, uh, the kid with the tentacles. Um, Tail Kid, Sh- I think, was there. Yeah. His name is Ojiro. Ojiro, Shoji. normal hero. Sh- Shoji is um is the guy with the tentacles. Yeah, the kid with the mask. I never remember any of their names. Um, and I think was Mina there too, or was it someone else? Mina, alien. Queen. No. Uh, no, Mina was not there. She went to go fight the uh fight mummy. Oh yeah, they beat the shit out of mummy. I remember that vaguely. Yeah, well, Bakugo beat the fucking yeah. shit out of Mummy. Because Mummy was like, he was kind of being arrogant. So the, here's the thing. Mummy can wrap inanimate objects and then make them animate. But he cannot control people, organic life. Mm. But he can control the, your clothing. So he can wrap you up in his bandages and still control the clothing. So essentially he's controlling you. You know who would be perfect to beat the shit out of him? Best genus? No. Oh. Take one more guess. I'll give you one more guess. Beat him. Beat the sh- dog shit out of him. Hmm. Endeavor? Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's very good. But after, after the... Uh, after they fight... Uh, mummy and Bakugo just slams him. Like he tries to take over Bakugo, and Bakugo's like, "No, fuck you! Watch this shit!" <laughs> Blows up everything of his, and uh, they kind of ca- they just capture him and kind of keep him in a in a locked space. Slice is, I don't know what Slice is really doing. She's just off somewhere. Um. And Chimera's just like, oh, people on the beach? Let me go fuck with these people for a bit. Uh, and then Nine finds the kids. I don't know if you saw that part where he finds Maharo and Katsuma. Uh, kind of. Sort of. The only one who was there is Deku, wasn't it? He's able to find... He's able to grab, grab the kids before that. Uh. And Deku does fight... Nine, and it is actually a really good fight, and you get to see some pretty good quirks coming out of Nine. And Nine was about to steal Deku's quirk, but he's like, "Oh, I don't have enough room," and I save room for this cellular self uh, regeneration mm. quirk. Um, but he note he tries to steal it. I I just don't. I think because there are at least ten people. That have have been in the have had all for one. Mm-hmm. That means like eight different quirks or nine different quirks in there. It depends, man. It's I don't know. So if you absorb all for one, you're absorbing all the quirks that come with it. So he doesn't have enough room for all those quirks, basically. Pretty much. So, um, and and that's a spoiler for you guys for the, who who are not caught up on any of the manga or anything. But yeah, there are I'm a spoiler. Quirks. We're gonna put it right here. This this is a spoiler laden podcast. Fuck it, just put it at the front. Yeah, 
But uh, the main thing that people don't know about Deku's quirk, even Deku didn't know. I don't even know if All Might knew. Well, he probably All Might didn't. I don't, no, I don't think he knew because this is after the fact. After he gave it to Deku, that's when it started to manifest, come out, which is so yeah. fucking weird that he went years and never knew that he could do that. But if you have, well, I th- yeah, go but ahead. if you have one for all, you get the quirk one for all, which has been passed down from multiple people. But, you know, okay, here's a sidebar real quick. Mm-hmm. All Might has said that one for all gets stronger with every person it passed down to. Yeah. Is that not a reference to you also getting the quirk of the person who had one for all? No, it's a, it's a stockpiling quirk. So, if you did not... If, so, Rex, if I had all for one... I have a certain amount of strength. Mm-hmm. I can lift a certain amount. I give it to you. You can lift my same amount plus your same your the amount that you can lift. If you give it to someone else, they would get our combined. And then if you pass that down for as long as you do, of, it becomes super powerful. Think about it still. It's a stockpiling quirk. It's also yes. stockpiling a person's quirk. But they didn't know this. Which is they so didn't realize they didn't realize that until recently with Deku, where there was the f- so I think someone described it as like black, the flame. I think I remember the black tentacles is what it's being called or something like that. It might be called well, the yeah. Flame. The black tentacles is one of, one of them. Yeah, is one of the f- uh, so I think he described it as like the flame is the is all for one or one for all it is all one for all. Mm-hmm. So there is a barrier that keeps it there with the other quirks. So the barrier has been broken because of, I think the way that Deku's been using it has been ridiculous, that it kind of broke the barrier and is slowly releasing these other quirks. Now, that being said, they think that he's already used Nana Shimura's quirk. I thought she didn't have one either. She did have a quirk. Okay. She could float. Oh, so he's going to learn to fly. <laughs> so here's the thing. He may have already used it. If, if we saw that fight with him in, uh, if you saw that fight with him in, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Overhaul. Uh, Overhaul. Yeah, he was. He was kind of flying around a bit. <laughs> um, Here, here's the, Also, here's the thing. Nana Shimura is her quirk is floating of some sort. It's not really flying. It, it I think it is con- called float. Mm. All Might has said that Deku's mom kind of reminds him of Nana Shimura, and she can float things to her hands. So maybe sisters. Maybe we don't know shit about Deku's fucking family. <laughs> We don't. That's just you know the what? theory you know that's what? going around. You know what? I don't think sisters. Hmm. I think sister-in-laws. But why would they have the same kind of quirk? They don't have to have. They don't have the exact same kind of quirk. What I'm saying, they have is, like a floating no, type. This is of what quirk. I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Nana mm. Shimura, she could float. She dies. Mm-hmm. Maybe she had a younger brother. Okay. And maybe okay. Deku's mom reminded him of his sister, which drew him to her with her floating things toward her quirk. Mm. And he was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to be with this woman because she makes me comfortable. Okay. And then Deku appears. What would his quirk have been? Because his dad can breathe fire. 
Yeah. And his mom floats, floats things to her hands. Maybe he could have controlled fire. Who knows? We'll find out once he it gets been a fire back from that guy who stole it from him, which I'm assuming is the case. Yeah. Um, There's spoilers all over this <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. Listening. Spoilers all over. Um, but uh, so during the nine nine fight with Deku, Deku actually is kind of doing a little bit of damage, not too much because he can't really fight that well uh, against against nine. Uh, but during that fight, Bakugo comes along and helps out a lot. Bakugo is just like. He's such a fucking prodigy. He's just like effortlessly good. He got really lucky when it comes to the genetic lottery that his parents' quirks melded together so well mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. has to become the sweatiest bastard in the world. Like he's he's mm-hmm. the definition of what people would call a sweat. Lit- literally yeah. and figuratively. He's a tryhard. And when he tries hard, he sweats a lot. And when he sweats a lot, he can blow shit up. Because I think his yes. mom, his mom is the one with the nitroglycerin. I think no, not, no, his uh, mom glycerin. has oil. She has a. She sweats oil. It's a glycerin type thing. Yeah, she sweats. Not oil. nitroglycerin. His dad has yeah. the nitroglycerin somewhere in him. Has an acid. He, he, he has acid sweat. Acid sweat, and his mom has a glycerin. Glycerin. And yeah. combined, it makes him an explody boy. So, yes. he was just born in an incubator of, you're going to be a hero no matter what you do, or you're going to be a villain. Either way, your powers are borderline unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And somehow, he became a huge asshole along the way. Yeah. But, yeah, he's... Like like what his mom said, she, like, everyone loved him and thought he had, like, the best quirk and kind of gave him this complex. Yeah, they coddled So it's kind of like... It's kind of like the society's fault for making him that oh, way. Oh, Bakugo, you're so great. No, yeah, bitch, I know. Like, that's what happened to him. No one really humbled him, I guess. So, like, him and Deku... I remember this better. Um, Him and Deku basically team up and start just trying their damnedest to beat nine but nine is so strong and so powerful with all these quirks that um they are overwhelmed by yeah. his so here's 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 two of the quirks that we did see which is basically um uh an air barrier mm-hmm. that he can use to like throw throw people off or protect himself and Dragon spot, dragon energy things coming something. out of his bike, uh, back. Yeah, it was interesting. And a laser. I think he has laser powers too. I think he coming fused out of his the laser thing with the dragon thing at some point as well. Yeah, and it's just but basically he's shooting lasers out of his fingers at one point. Yeah, the weird. Yeah, and he's fucking. He's overpowered as fuck. They are getting, over op as hell. He, they're getting the shit kicked out of them. They're trying their damnedest, but there's so little that they can do. And I think the kid, mm-hmm. uh, Katsuma, Katsuma mm-hmm. he's just about to give it the fuck up. And Deku mm-hmm. and Bakugo are literally strung up in the air. They don't know what to do. But Deku has... No, no, no. No, no. This is, this is later, later on. Oh, in the well, movie. you tell me what What you're about to say. So so after at in this first fight with nine, 
they they kind of go to the point of like they can't move and nine is just like well i'm done with this let's finish it and he like uses his lightning power to kind of finish it but bakugo and 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 deku kind of like use their last bit of strength to like hold on to his leg and he's like you guys are being stupid and he starts to walk over to the kids and that's when his cells start to degenerate and kind of weaken him and slice sees this and as she goes over to help him and capture the kids that's when koji uh koda the the animal guy comes along and has a bunch of birds distract them and with the help of i believe shoto and uh someone else um they they, uh, and i think ida they were able to get deku the kids and bakugo out of there and re re uh reevaluate so they were able to go to the power station uh give everyone uh some electric uh electricity they were even able to um uh give them food feed them and basically regroup whereas chimera and all of them got to regroup as well make sure that nine is healed first before anything happens um and basically, it's just like a standstill at this point. It's like a you know they're just resting before the big fight. Did you get to that part? No. Okay. So. <laughs> I got during this I part. Up after that. <laughs> Deku and Bakugo are they are wrecked. They they can't even move. Bakugo had uh Bakugo has broken ribs, I believe, and so and Deku is broken arms and legs like usual. Um and. They don't know what to do. They don't have anyone to heal them. The doctors can only heal cuts. Um, that's their their quirk is they can only heal like out surface outside levels. care. Yeah, surface level abrasions and shit. Um, so uh, Katsuma is like, well, I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna save them because I want to be a hero one day. This is how I can be a hero, and he kind of heals them with his power. At the same time, every all the other rest of class is just like, I don't know what to do. What are we going to do? I sent out a, uh, I think, uh, Yayu Rosa sent out a um, a drone saying that they need help. It would take them six hours. It would take six hours just to get to the closest island or closest mainland. So who knows how long it would take for a hero to see that and then get to them but after that. one hero does apparently. All Might? I thought it was Hawks. Oh, Hawks. <laughs> no, no, Hawks doesn't get that note. I don't know what he gets. I just remember him showing up and doing nothing. Hawks. So Hawks is doing investigation on why they were transporting Nine and stuff. And then he meets up with the dad. And the dad, uh, he was like, why did they attack you? And they left you for dead. You, He goes, oh, well, my quirk is gone. Like, what was your quirk? It was a cell generation thing and stuff like that. And he, he was like, do you have any family members? He's like, I have a kid, and they, they're they on this island. And then that's when he kind of puts two to two together. He goes, oh, they're all, they're after the kids on the island. And he flies over there as fast as he can. Um, but um, after, after uh, they are talking to the rest of the class, 1A is like, well, we do, what are we going to do? And... Bakugo and Deku are like, well, we're awake now. They're they're completely fine. They're completely healed thanks to Katsuma. Uh, and 
they decide, let's put a plan. If we cannot, we have to protect these people to the best of our ability. If we cannot protect them, we're done. So what we're going to do is we're going to set up on this big island by itself that you have to take a bridge and it's like a narrow, it's a narrow thing. So we have to set up on this island and we're going to set up traps and we're going to be prepared. So they do prepare like a bunch of traps for everyone and they go all out. Like it is a great, it is a great strategy in my opinion. What do you think? Have you seen that part? I said, I most of do that, that montage. I saw most of that, but. I didn't like how this movie ended, but okay, go on. Okay, so um, after the next day, when uh, when Nine, Chimera, and Slice are heading towards uh, the other island, um, Momo and a bunch of other people are there to kind of separate them, and they successfully they did separate everyone. They separated. Um, Slice and and Chimera. Uh, Slice they put into this dark cavern where uh, is uh, Mina, uh, Acid Girl, is uh, there to to hit her with some some acid and drop rocks on her, and also uh, Tokoyami, who is dark, who has dark shadow, and that's where he actually is a little bit better in that element, kind of like rocks rocks her a little bit after she kind of injures um mina mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll go through the fights separately so with slice mina is it's a it's a lot of fights so with mina falling asleep through all of them <laughs> with mina and and um and tokiyami taking on slice it was very close quarters uh Tokiyami has actually been using knives on his hands now, like Wolverine style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't see that part? Tokoyami. You talking about Bird? Dark yeah. Shadow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that vaguely now, but I remember it. From Rex is falling asleep as we speak right I now. I'm so tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so Tokoyami uh, is kind of using uh, Dark Shadow as more uh, more to fight. And uh, Mina gets injured. Of course, this triggers uh, Dark Shadow to kind of attack uh, Slice uh, more, and kind of cut. They cut her hair also, mm-hmm. to and and kind of make it worse for her. But she kind of really holds her own for a while, and then all of a sudden, a cat uh, like she gets upset about nine almost like she can hear nine getting injured so she kind of gets upset and like causes a cavern the cavern to like fall on everyone um and tokiyami was able to you know protect mina from everything um so that fight ends with a draw basically on well all the flights and pretty much end in a draw the chimera he fights uh ida uh todoroki um and some uh, a bunch of other people uh at uh and i think i think uh kirishima is also there too but basically uh they use all their they use all the strength that they had to get to beat chimera chimera is he's kind of thrown off a bit but then he he kind of he kind of gathers himself because they throw him into a water waterfall area a lake 
and Todoroki, being very smart, freezes the whole thing to freeze him in there, but it doesn't work. He uses brute strength to get out of there. Uh, jumps out, and Todoroki is like, okay, we have one shot to do this. Uh, Kirishima, I need you to protect me with your ultimate hardened shield, and I need you, need you to get me as close as he can. Um, and Todoroki is able to get on top of Chimera and blast him at full freeze with his right arm. He sticks his right arm in his mouth, into uh, Chimera's mouth, and freezes his whole body. Mm. Mm. Rip. That's how they defeat Chimera. And But everyone is so done. Like, Froppy is down. Kirishima's down. Uh, Tenya can't move, and Todoroki is just out of it. So they're out of the, they're out of the picture. Everyone else um, is is going at it. Uh, so with nine, it was uh, Aoyama and Momo were the first line of defense where they, Aoyama kept blasting with la- laser blasts, but he can't really hold it that long because it'll hurt his stomach. Um, Momo is depleted of any energy. <laughs> Rex is just like trying his hardest to stay awake right I'm now. Sleepy. I'm <laughs> He's just this shit, dude. Like I remember Aoyama <laughs> struggling. I'm like, man, he's, just, he's getting his head and then falling back asleep. Like, uh. I just look at Rex. Rex is like looking all over the room to try to stay awake I'm right like, now. Where, where, where? I'm having flashbacks of being in a theater <laughs> and being like, oh god, there's only three of us, three people in that whole theater. Me, Chris, and another person. <laughs> and I swear to God. I just want to get to the okay. part I remember. <laughs> um, so we get to, we get to uh, so she, uh, nine defeats them. Then it's it's up to uh, Sero and and Uraraka and uh, Mineta. Sero uh, uh, Tape Boy. Oh Shiro. Cell of Fame. No Sero. S H S E R O. S C R O. S E R O. S E R O. Yeah, Sero. Okay. Sero. Sero. Okay. I thought it was Shiro. Yeah. So Sero. So Spider Spider Man. Um, Spider Man elbow tape boy. Yeah. Um, Man, he's a weirdo. His smile scares. He is me. a weirdo. He, he's, he's a traitor. <laughs> I feel like. You feel like he's the traitor? He's Why? His a lot of people are thinking that. Um, they think it's the electric uh, kid. No, Hagakori, uh, Invisible Girl. Well, we don't know what she looks like, so we she know. is invisible. She is invisible. I'm nah, saying. a lot of people think it's the electric dinky. They think it's him. They think he, dinky coming out. Yeah, I think they people think he's playing stupid, and that he doesn't actually have a drawback to his quirk, or his drawback is something else. But yeah, he's always around somehow, and like he saved Bakugo by being a lightning rod earlier. So, oh wait, we don't know that yet. I don't know. We don't know that yet. <sighs> so. Well, they kind of use him in that way. Yeah. That was Bakugo's. That was Bakugo's uh, plan. Yeah. But um, basically, uh, uh, Sero and Uraka use tape and gravity to kind of like use a, use it as a landslide to all these rocks that they've gathered to landslide on top of nine, which doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And Mineta is there also to kind of like use his sticky balls to stick all the rocks together. So it makes it a little bit harder for him to get out of. 
doesn't really work and uh they kind of used up all their stuff and Sarah is actually I think Sarah's great. I think he has a great quirk and he's very versatile with it and he can he has great agility with everything. Mm. Like if you see him, he uses the tape to like pr- like save people during situations and he can also use it to pull enemies away or pull himself towards enemies. Or swing around. It, for fight. We're swing around almost like Almost like Daredevil. Um, oh. <laughs> um, with after that, uh, after that, that's when Bakugo and Deku get into play, and they start going at uh, fighting. Whoever uh, the only people that are left are, um, that are waiting is Shoji and someone else. Oh, and uh, Jiro. Jiro is the uh, is the head headjack girl. Oh no, headjack girl. I remember seeing yeah. her. Shoji is. I remember her seeing her put yeah. in some work too. Like, yeah, she was fine. She was doing a lot of fight. She has a pretty good power with her uh, heartbeat distortion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that will if she can hurt someone's ears and kind of distort everything, kind of works out. Yes. Um. With that, um, Deku and and Bakugo are are going at it. Of course, they they are fighting so well because they. They kind of were like, okay, we got to work together now. We're we're kind of friends now. We're frenemies, and we got to learn to work together. So they've they've actually studied each other's moves enough to where they can work together. Um, and like what Rex was saying, uh, Nine was just not having it anymore. He kind of got he he didn't expect this big of a fight and kind of used his lightning powers, and that's when they used uh. That's when they used um, Denki Kaminari to kind of use him as a lightning bolt um, attractor. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, lightning a conductor. Uh, or conductor, or whatever. Rod. A lightning rod. Lightning a- rod. Yeah, just to just to get a lot of the power off of you know Deku and Bakugo. So they go, uh, they go and fight nine. So basically, the only people that are protecting um, the people are Shou- uh, Sato and uh, Koda. Sato who is Sugar Rush the guy that just eats sugar and then they get stronger. No, he's not Sugar Rush he is Sugar Man. Sugar His Man. His power is called Sugar Rush. I yeah. know about that but, motherfucker. <laughs> why? Why do you? Because he got big lips. Because he's cool. He's, 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 like, he's just like he's, me. He got big lips. He's probably <laughs> outside of the tail kid he's probably the most normal motherfucker in the whole class and doesn't do anything. Hmm. I don't know. A lot of people think it's Shoji that's the that's the traitor. Also, Shoji, who's what's his? The the one with the tentacles. Uh, probably. He, yeah, his powers seem kind of villainous, but I feel like it's too obvious to make him the traitor. Because he looks too villainous. Because he looks like a grown fucking man in a class of children. <laughs> um, he's just really he's really buff. It's so funny if um, he was the traitor. Holy shit, I would laugh. Oh god, don't. That would be hilarious. Don't say that. Not good boy Ida. Um bad boy Ida. But this is basically this is where you you get to Rex where you're saying that um Bakugo and Deku were fighting and, and Katsuma was actually at, he's like, "Okay, you know what? I have to give myself up to protect everyone." But in this sense, like, I get what someone else was saying. I forgot who else said something. It was like, even if you did give yourself up, he's still going to hurt everybody. So, Rex, uh, you you were saying you didn't like this ending where 
Deku and Bakugo are being held by the two dragons, and then... They touch fingers, and Deku's fingers bleeding or some shit, and so is Bakugo's finger. And a little bit of Deku's blood gets into Bakugo's body, and he just gets one for all. And then they have twin power one for all versus this overpowered motherfucker and they just start beating the shit out of him in what is a beautifully animated sequence um Mm -hmm. but i don't like the ending in terms of story because Mm -hmm. it makes it almost seem like this movie was a cash grab that served no purpose and Mm -hmm. There was no stakes to it. Like, mm-hmm. we just gonna fast forward. They beat the shit out of Nine with their twin one-for-all powers. I, I was awake for this. Like, this mm-hmm. is the part I, was, I know. This is how OP Nine is. They had to have two all-for-ones. And or one-for-all. One-for-all. And clearly Bakugos is a stronger one because he has access to not only his ability... But one for all, and he's which amplifies his ability. Yeah, and he's fucking doing sonic boom, nuclear strikes on this motherfucker. They're beating the shit out of him, and mm-hmm. eventually they finally beat him somehow. But it leaves them completely broken, and for whatever reason, I think. After they've won, pretty much, the adults show up, because, of course. Mm-hmm. And All Might is comforting Deku. He's like, hey, you okay, kid? And he's like, I did something terrible. I gave my power to Bakugo. I'm so sorry. I We just we had to use the power of one for all. We needed two people to beat this guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's okay. Like, I would have done the same thing. I kind of did, and as long as you're okay and you everyone's fine, then it's it's cool. And this yeah. is the part that made it have no stakes for me because I was like, all right, so this doesn't happen in the manga, so somehow Bakugo's gonna lose that power mm-hmm. and whatever. I was thinking it was gonna be something kind of cool. Where Nine comes back and steals the power from Bakugo of One for All and it like overloads him or some shit and he like dies because he can't handle that much power. But no. And then it goes back to Deku. And then it just goes back to Deku. But no, that's not what happened. The power that was in Bakugo wasn't enough to sink in so it fades from him and goes back to Mm. Deku. And I hated that. Mm Mm-hmm. I hated it so much. There was no point in even... I don't... I just... I hated it. After the fight is over, Nine is on another island. He got blasted so far away, I think. Yeah. But somewhere where... What's his name could find him? Oh, yeah. Fucking... What's his name? What is his name? Tsukushima? No. Starts with an N, right? No. Fucking well, Kirigi, Kurigiri, Kurigiri. No, 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 warp, no. That's warp that's guy. the guy, the shadow. Guy. That's the warp guy. Yeah, but he finds him and he sends uh, 
what is his name? D- Disintegrator Boy. Um, yeah. He goes up to him and pretty much literally erases this guy from history. He's yeah. like, all right, you've done your movie part. Get out of the story now. Goodbye forever. No one knows you exist. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, dude, there was, everybody got fucked up in this, like, fantasy battle royale-esque movie, and there was literally no stakes to it. It has no lasting Mm -hmm. effect, because everything just goes back to how it was now. And I was just, Mm. it, like, at least in the first movie, when there was no stakes, they make it so, alright, well, this isn't a world-changing event or anything like that, this motherfucker almost destroys an island. Mm-hmm. An island in the middle of nowhere where few people live and not a lot of people know what's going on here right now. So, it doesn't, like, I felt that the first movie was better in terms of, like, oh, this guy has a history with All Might. They were friends. da 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 da, da. Someone's trying to steal this shit. He got into a conspiracy Deku tried this armband thing that only lasts three times. Like, they set that up from the beginning. Like, giving Bakugo one for all just felt gross for some reason. But. So, there is. So, when I watch this, I go, no way. They did it. Because. So, there are nine users of All for One already, I believe. I think it's nine. Yeah, there's nine. there's nine. Deku's the tenth user. Yeah. They have shown the first user, the first one of all for, of uh, one for all. They've shown him. Uh, They've shown, and they showed the fourth through nine. Fourth through nine. They haven't shown the first the first two. They haven't showed the second person to receive it and the third person. Now there is a theory that. The fir- the second person to ever receive one for all, mm-hmm. kind of looks like Bakugo. His silhouette kind of looks like Bakugo. There's also another theory that the third person kind of has the silhouette of Kirishima, like a grown-up Kirishima. Mm. The theory is that, uh, in the future, something happens where. Deku has to give his power to Bakugo, and Bakugo has to go into the past to show, um, one uh one for all how to pass it down. Or he has to send someone has to send Bakugo back in time to show one for all how it's passed down. Because think about it, no one, no one, including one for all, knew. No, no one. All for one and one for all. No one knew they had this. That they had this ability to pass down uh, quirks. How did he know how to that he had a, an ability to pass down a quirk? If he thought he had no quirk at all, his brother used. His brother gave him a quirk. No, his, but his brother didn't know he had a quirk. His brother knew. His brother knows. No, no his brother didn't know. Jones. Remember. His brother knew. His brother used. No. His brother used him as an incubator for quirks. That's literally happened. No, he yes, didn't. he did. He used his brother no, to Rex. fuse quirks together and then took them from him. And then he found out. No, okay, Rex. I have the ability to pass this down to people. He didn't know no, he Rex. had the ability to pass it down to people. 
but his brother used him as an incubator. I remember reading this now. Don't no 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 no. No, no, no. I remember. Show me the facts. Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. Hold on. Yes. Because one for all literally used his brother to hold quirks that he didn't want or he wanted to use later. Uh, what is it? Because I always get him all for one. All for one. But he could do that with anybody. But his brother, that's his brother though. His, like, fam, like, usually when you have quirks in your family, somebody has the same ability. And his brother not having a quirk probably didn't make sense to him. And he tested it out. And he realized, okay, his brother has the inverse of what I have, which I can take, he can give. Mm-hmm. But but then he could also give. He gave it to his brother. He doesn't... There's there's stuff that we don't... Because you just told me he gave it... He, get, he can give powers to his brother who, well... He... Somehow he used his brother to store powers away, because he, because huh. I, I, what it, the way that the way that they made it seem, one for all only has a limited amount of space that he can use, uh-huh. and he keeps the stuff that he deemed most important, stuff that he didn't, he would give to his brother, and it was stuff that was like, because his brother, because one for all is a fusion of a bunch of different quirks, and it mutated mm-hmm. within his brother, and he became his quirk pretty much. So, like, it was somebody super strange, somebody something else. Like, it was a bunch of body augmentation stuff, or not, they don't call it emitter. It's, um, wait, is it emitter quirk when you alter your body or you alter your strength or something like that? No, emitter quirk is something that you shoot can out. You shoot out. So, like, he, he was like, well, my brother's quirkless. I'll just store mm-hmm. my quirks within him. Somehow, because he can give quirks, but he can take them away too. He didn't know that his brother had that ability. Within his brother, those quirks that he took in him mutated, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, if my brother can give stuff, and I can, then I can probably do the same thing." And he probably realized, "Okay, I can pass this down, and mm-hmm. I'm the only one that can fight against my brother." Because I remember what chapter was it? That they were talking about, because they don't, they never say his name, but they did show what he looked like. Um, and he basically tells Deku the story of like how most of the stuff went down. He doesn't give him all the information though. It's, it was very Avatar like mm-hmm. when I thought of when you think about it. But um, the first guy figured it out pretty much because of transformation the, quirk is what you're thinking of. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, the, the quirks mutated inside of him, became his quirk, and he started passing it down to people because he knew him by himself. He couldn't beat his brother, but he hoped that future generations would be able to because he knew from his brother that with every generation, people get stronger. The quirks get stronger. But how did he? So his brother knew that he could pass it. His down. brother figured it out. He probably didn't know that. he. But how did he know? His brother didn't. OK, from what I'm remembering, his brother did. His brother thought he was quirkless, too. So he was like, all right, yes. I'm going to take my quirkless brother. He has nothing. I'm going to store stuff away into him. He gives him the quirk. He, he gives him a bunch of different people's quirks. Um, quirks that he didn't have a use for, that he was going to do something with later. While they were in his brother, they mutated and became one for all. The opposite of all for one, which was what they portrayed it as. Where did you read this? It was in a chapter of the manga. This was like, I want to say a year and a half, two years ago when I found this out. But, um, 
We gotta re. I gotta re. Uh, is it? I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find it. Is it after we meet Hawks? Yes. Okay. Um, but uh, cause Hawks has been in the manga for a hot little minute. It was right before you meet the bunny lady, who I don't know much about. I need to get back into because she looks really cool. Before you meet her, meet her, or before you actually see her? Before you, you, you figure get to out, see her. you see her early on, but you don't know who she is yet. Or what, okay. she, like, what she's about. Like, it's before you meet her. Me, mm-hmm. It was right, I want to say it was either before or during the Meta Liberation Army part. Okay. But I remember reading that. But let me fucking look this shit up. Because they never give One for All's brother's name either. They don't know One for All's name. Or All for One. I get those mixed up. All for one is the evil dick brother. One for all is yeah, it's for everybody. Yeah. Um, they still don't have a thing for his brother. I'm gonna go to one for all's page. Um, where's his history? Well, we gotta wrap this up. Yeah, it's we gotta wrap it up. Here. I'm tired as fuck. I okay. gotta so we'll 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 look more into this, but um, yeah, that was the movie. <laughs> uh, everyone, and it's a happy ending for everyone. Um, Rex, mm-hmm. what are you enjoying this weekend? Animal Crossing. <laughs> that's that's right. You are enjoying Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing, and you know what? I I get it. I get it now. I get why people are so obsessed with this game or these games. So what if you bought it and you're just like, I still don't get it. I would have been like, well, 60 bucks down the drain. I guess I'll try to sell this to somebody. But I got it, and I get it. So shout out to everybody enjoying Animal Crossing in these trying times. Um, you know, have fun with it. That's mm-hmm. all. I'm, oh, and I've been watching Letter Kenny, which is a weird show. I don't know if I would weird recommend show, but it. Funny. It's funny. I don't know if I would recommend it yet. I recommend it. But. I think, a, I think it's a great show. You figure out what yourself, Jonas. What have, what have you been enjoying this past week? Um, you know, just catching up on shows right now. Uh, I've gotten back on a Gilmore Girls. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a good show. I can I can do it. I can do it. Have you tried? Yeah, I tried. Okay, <laughs> it's actually pretty good. It's 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 funny. They have good moments. Um, I think the character, there's times when I just want to yell at the characters, just like, just communicate, communicate better. And then this, nothing would happen, but then you don't, nothing's going to move the plot along. If you don't, if you don't have these people communicate improperly, you know what I'm saying? Um, but anyways, uh, that's what I've been enjoying this week. Uh, and uh, oh, there's new Ghost Adventures episodes, so that's always fun. Is it now? I never really got deep into Ghost Adventures, but something. There's an there's a whole ass episode with um, Post Malone. Weird. Yeah, he he's a big Ghost Adventures fan, and there's like during during his episode, he's just like that door just slammed on its own over there. I was smoking a cigarette. You saw right? You heard it. <laughs> it's crazy. Um. But anyways, uh, Rex, did you know that they could all uh, tweet at us and Instagram us at RJU Podcast? I did know that. But Jonas, did you know 
that they can leave a review for us on iTunes and Spotify. Crazy shit. I did not know that, Rex. I did not know that. But now that I know, I feel like if I wasn't part of the show, I would immediately leave a review, subscribe, and rate it. Whatever I felt like I would rate it. Uh, it doesn't have to be a five stars. Five stars would be great. Rate whatever you but if, feel. If that's but one, if you want to give us five stars, we're not going to tell you. Man. Yeah. But if I feel like I didn't like it for five stars, it was like, maybe it's a four star. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that either. Any, any review is a, ba- is a good review. Bad good whatever it is it's a review we need it um but also rex most importantly did you know that they can follow you at r-e-x-t-e-s-t-a-r-o-s-s-a on all social medias that's a what i was gonna say i was gonna say that's including twitter and instagram and and tiktok and uh bite very true but did you know that they can follow you at j-o-n-a-s-t-y-d-r-a-w-z and that's on Twitter, that's on Instagram, that's on Byte, that's on TikTok, that's on, you don't pretty post much on YouTube, but that's on YouTube. That's on YouTube. They commission some art for and, you, they can't get no work. And that's on YouTube, you know, when they say, when they say that's on period, but that's on YouTube. Wow. You, you might have created something there, Jonas. You gotta get it on T-shirts. <laughs> you gotta get it on T-shirts. Uh, yes. Um, but... Yeah, Rex, lead us out, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, people of all genders, never be hindered, but we appreciate you coming out to the universe according to Rex and Jonas and spending your hard-earned time with us, even though you may have a lot of time right now in these trying times. Um, we, we really appreciate you listening to us anyway. Um, if you heard something today you thought was cool, you thought was great, you thought was fantastic, let us know, because we can always use that positive reinforcement if you leave a comment or a like or a review, you know. We can always use that to, you know, keep the fire of this podcast going. If you heard something today that you didn't like, you thought was lame, you thought sucked, you thought was really dumb, we all also like to know that as well. Leave us a review, leave us a comment, because we can also use that constructive criticism to make a better product at large. But, if you heard something today that absolutely, positively, blew your motherfucking mind... I hope your wig ain't get flipped. You have just finished listening to The Universe According to Rex and Jonas. It is created by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, hosted by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, edited by Jonas Robinette, with help by audio producer Kyle C. Kelly.